Hello! Welcome to my first ever episode. Woo! <laughs> um, okay, so I know friends, hopefully, are listening, and family members, people who may know me, you are maybe a little shocked at what is going on. But um, welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, welcome to Earthly Connections. And this is my first ever episode on my first ever podcast. And I am so happy to be here and to have grown so much that I finally feel compelled to record a podcast and have these ideas. So for my first episode, I'm going to kind of, I guess, tell you the story of how I got the idea to start this podcast and kind of what's in store for us. So the name Earthly Connections, um, coming up with a name is probably like the hardest thing for me to decide on because I am so indecisive sometimes and I want to make sure that the name matches with the theme and the vibe that I'm going for and kind of like this vision that I have. So um, this podcast is going to be about um, healing, healing journeys, different ways of healing, my experiences. Um, I want to have guests come on and share their experiences and, you know, what have they been through and what has helped them and things like that. Um, if any of my clients are listening, I know that sometimes we have conversations about healing and, you know, how I got into meditation or how I got into um, getting my cards read. And now I'm delving into this spiritual world that has truly helped me heal and grow as a person. And these different methods have truly like catapulted me into just this beautiful amazing confident I'm pumping myself up here but I have just grown so much as a person within these past two years so I guess let me start with a little background about my journey before I give you guys an outline of you know future episodes to come so of course, our healing journey is not linear. Um, we are not always getting better. There are days that suck. There are days that are amazing. But what really I would call the start of my healing journey was around the start of the pandemic for COVID-19. So crazy. So I want to say maybe six months before what was it? March, <clears throat> excuse me, March of 2019, was it? Or 2020? It's all a blur. I'm sure everyone else can relate. Um, I had been working at a microblading studio um, after I took a brow mapping and shaping course. So this course was something that I really took a chance on because I have I had had my aesthetics license for about a year or two and after getting my license at maybe like 19 years old, I had such a hard time finding a job in a spa in Ulta 
in um where else did i interview at hotels it was kind of heartbreaking when i would go to these interviews and you know i tried my best to really show my skills and what i was capable of but of course they wanted people with experience and it really made me question did i make the right thing straight out of high school i had gone to college to pursue a degree in some kind of speech therapy to work with kids because growing up you know you're taught that getting a college degree is how you make a lot of money it's how you are labeled as successful so i associated okay college degree equals acceptance equals love and so when I had the idea one night after my first semester of college. It was the worst experience of my life. After I graduated high school, I went um, to Los Angeles to go to college and I dormed there. And I truly only left the valley because you when you're a teen I will say (laughs) you hate it here you know you don't like your family or your friends or your life whatever you think it's boring here and so you want to go and explore and you know create your own life and being at those dorms I was challenged so hard because I had to live with complete strangers and it really showed me how uncapable I was of having conflict and resolving that conflict um so one day when I was driving home to visit my parents I got into the smallest smallest car accident on the freeway like it was in the middle of stopped traffic it was ridiculous I don't even know how I hit this lady's car um But once I got home, I told my mom I was crying that I got in a little car accident. And this led to me returning back home from college because my parents couldn't afford to keep me out there in L.A. And so I was going to continue my college degree at the local college here. And I was really sad. I just felt like disappointed that I couldn't have this normal college experience that I saw most of my friends having. I know not everyone went to a four-year right out of high school, but of course, we compare ourselves on Instagram and all that stuff. So after coming home, I registered for my second semester of my college and, excuse me, and I just hated it. I hated being in the classroom. I felt totally disconnected with what I was studying. I just, I felt this disconnect and I was angry. And I just remember, you know, all these emotions that I was feeling when I was 19, 18, however old I was. And so one night I stayed up kind of late and I was browsing the internet. I don't even know how I got onto the topic of esthetician and beauty school, but I was like, I'm in. You get to learn about skin. You get to learn about waxing. And of course, you know, we're all focused about the money. So I looked into the average salary and I thought, okay, cool. You know, that kind of money I could use. 
And I went to beauty school, completed the whole thing. And I got my license. I was ready to go. And like I said earlier, failed interview after failed interview. (laughs) It was very devastating. So um, in the middle of looking for aesthetics jobs, I ended up getting a retail job at Old Navy. And I was just working there part time as a cashier. And my mom was telling me one day, you know, um, if you really can't find a job in this new career, maybe you should go back to school, you know. And I thought, well, I get it. You know, I'll still have my license. I'll still be able to look for jobs. I'll, I'll keep going to school. So I, I went back to college and I, same thing, I wanted to stick with something, some kind of um, speech therapist for children, something to do with kids. I always love the idea of working with kids because their energy is just so funny and you know, they're just so curious about the world. And I love that. So I thought, oh, yeah, I will. I would be a great kindergarten teacher, preschool teacher, all that good stuff. So I want to say maybe about months passed. And that's when I learned about the brow shaping course at that microblading studio. And I took the course because my cousin had recommended me the instructor since she was her brow girl. She was trusted. And I saw her work and I was like, whoa, she is so good. I I totally want to invest. Like, I felt like this was my sign from the universe that I... I needed to just give it one more shot. I thought, okay, I'll do this class. And she was looking for people to help in her studio. So I thought, I'll take my resume. I'll ask her if I can work there for her. And even if I don't have clients, like I don't have to get paid as long as she lets me just, you know, use her space to work. I'll get started like that. And so I took the class. We talked after and she was so nice enough to let me work there. So that's kind of where my beauty industry experience started. Um, I was there for maybe six months. Again, everything is a blur. <laughs> and after those six months, um, there was definitely a lot of growing and lessons and, you know, things just coming up. Um, that were making it difficult and I was starting to kind of get scared of this new job. I was starting to get a few more clients, a few more regulars and I kind of began seeing my potential but there was still this fear inside of me and that's uh, actually at the time I also met my now dear friend and coworker Shanoa, which is Genesis Aesthetics on Instagram. Um, and one day we were at the shop by ourselves and we started talking about how we both have, you know, this passion, but we're scared to go off on our own. And so we thought, hey, you know, we kind of get along. Why don't we just go rent a studio? We can share one room and, you know, we'll be set. So we end up finding a room at Sola Salons, which is where most of my current clients uh, found me. And we originally wanted to move in. I think our first, our 
special was around Valentine's Day, um, which Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh, my goodness. How crazy. Full circle right now. Um, So we opened around Valentine's Day. And, you know, this thing that was called the coronavirus <laughs> was starting to emerge in other countries. It it hadn't reached the U.S. yet, um, you know, but it was something kind of in the background. And I want to say maybe three weeks after we had opened and I was seeing clients, um, the COVID hits New York and then it got to California. And that is when California ordered almost all, you know, businesses to close and then especially salons since we were close contact and at the time we weren't wearing masks so we were closed for about three months and those three months were I want to say maybe the lowest points in my life I mean we've all had multiple really deep and dark moments in our lives but those three months were what really triggered this this shadow that had been stored in my body and in my, let's say, unconscious from childhood traumas or um, outdated belief systems and all those things. And one day I was just like so sick of the news and the negativity and everything that was going on in the world. I couldn't escape. And thankfully, my sweet, sweet now fiance um, introduced me to meditation. He has been my rock from the start when we first started dating. And I started using guided meditations because I didn't know anything about meditating or what it meant. And I remember I downloaded the Deepak Chopra app and at the time it was in collaboration with Oprah so it was maybe like a seven to ten minute guided meditation where Oprah would say some kind of story that related to the meditation that we were following and then Deepak would take over and guide us through the breathing and what you're thinking about and all that stuff and during one of those meditations, it was a inner child exercise. So once we were grounded in the body and we were in this state of relaxed and just peacefulness, um, the exercise was to look out of a, your childhood home, your a window in your childhood home, and to just observe yourself what are you feeling what are you doing what is going on and at the time during that meditation I saw myself um, as my younger self as my child self and I was waiting for my dad to come home and when I realized that that was what was going on I started crying <laughs> in the middle of this meditation in my room by myself um because growing up, we had, you know, family issues and my dad had to leave our house for I don't know how long, but it, there was a period where my parents were split when I was a kid 
And it really affected me because growing up, when they got back together, you know, there was all these after effects that I don't know if my mom (laughs) would appreciate me sharing all of this, but it really is a part of my healing journey because I had childhood trauma that was never processed. It was always shut down and shoved, you know, in the back of your mind, even though you think, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. If I say I'm fine, it's not going to bother me. That's a lie. Okay. You need to face your traumas and your triggers and learn from them. But anyways, um, so that's when my healing journey started was the Deepak Chopra guided meditation because of the lockdowns. I was forced to be home. I couldn't work. I couldn't go out. So truly, I mean, I don't want to make light or make jokes or anything, of course, about the current situation. I mean, here we are two years later and it's still going on. But definitely that is when my healing journey started and it just showed me how powerful and how life-changing meditation could be. And I have always been into the we'll say spiritual side of religion I'll say um growing up of course I was raised Catholic so I was taught that tarot cards were from the devil and and you just pray to God and all these things and so Growing up, I had this idea that anything that was outside of the church was evil and bad. But then while I was on my healing journey, I was starting to notice, you know what? When I got my cards read, it helped me make a life-changing decision. And it really made a positive impact. I just never felt any kind of negativity or fear when it came to getting my cards read or meditating, or crystals, I just always felt safe, like it was familiar. And from March of 2020, up until right now, there's been so much growth. Um, I mean, dang, (laughs) I can make another whole episode about my journey and how it's been from the start of my business to where I am now. But again, I just want this podcast to be a little introduction. So with that being said, the reason I mentioned it is because meditating, um, card readings, uh, Reiki, energy healing, um, spiritual coaching, numerology, those have all been things that have impacted my life and my my soul in so many positive ways and have made me a better person honestly and I'm just here to share all of these things with whoever is listening because while I've been working with my clients in person and we talk about deep stuff and everyone always asks me how do you find these people how did you find your card reader how did you find the numerologist how did you find you know the reiki um, the Reiki practitioner, and it's like life brought them to me, truly. And 
I was able to connect with them because I was open and I was curious and I was willing to try something, even though you have that little voice in the back of your head that's like, I don't know, they say this is bad, but little known little tips, sometimes that voice isn't always the voice you should be listening to. So again, my hope and my vision for this podcast is to be able to share my experiences with card reading, with Reiki, and I want to bring on those people in my life to ask them questions about how they started their healing journey and you know how they got to where they're at now, any tips or things like that. Um, and also, this podcast is for those who are at the very beginning or maybe you haven't started digging into your healing journey. You're just feeling like something is wrong. Why do I feel like everything is just not working out? I keep hitting a wall after a wall. What is going on? And so this is your sign to ask for help. You are not alone. Um, This whole spiritual world is very intimidating. And now, thanks to the power of Instagram and TikTok and I think those are the main ones but it's a lot more I think normalized now which is amazing and I'm so grateful to be able to have this podcast as a extension of that world and that's pretty much my vision. So I also wanted to mention that I I'm also using this as an opportunity to share that after, you know, after a lot of work with my self-confidence and my intuition and healing and growing, which is always going on, but I want to start offering oracle readings to those who want a little bit of guidance from their higher selves, from their guides, from their angels, from their ancestors, whoever is your God, whoever is here to help you, they will bring you messages and give you advice. Um, Truly, oracle cards and tarot cards are tools for self-reflection, but they've just been demonized in religion in order to kind of separate you from your personal power. And so um, if you book a service, you will be able to add, it's a 30-minute oracle reading, and we can talk about what you want to know or what you want advice on in person. There's like so many things we can do, which is so fun. And even if you don't know what you want, but you want to try it out, we'll still have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, And actually, before I started recording, I pulled out a card from my Believe in Your Own Magic Oracle deck, and I asked my guides, my higher self, to share what is, you know, this a theme that they want me to talk about or to kind of give off in my first ever episode. And the card that I pulled is titled Stars. And the description, the little sentence that it has says, you can manifest your every wish. And the description in the book says, 
It's time for you to take your goals and turn them into your reality. Create that dream board, wish on those shooting stars, write in a daily manifestation journal, cast a small or large spell. The universe is waiting to give you exactly what you deserve, given that it's best for everyone involved. Keep in mind that you also need to believe that you deserve it. Um, this card definitely resonates with me because, like I said in the beginning, I've been going back and forth. Should I make my podcast? Should, who's going to listen? And you already know imposter syndrome is a B. And I wasn't feeling it earlier because I had dedicated my day off to record this podcast, this first ever episode. And I just wasn't feeling it. I'm like, everyone's being so loud and it's not going to work. And then, of course, I ate. (laughs) And after I had some food in my stomach, I felt a little better. And I thought, you know what? I just got to do it. You just got to rip the Band-Aid off. And definitely um, people think that manifesting is just, oh, you'll write it in your journal and it'll happen. And it's like, no, the universe It's 50-50. You tell the universe that you are ready to receive what is meant for you and the universe will bring you opportunities. It'll bring you ideas and inspiration and then it's up to you to follow that path. So I think that is a good way to end it. I think that message hopefully resonates with you guys. Um, If there is anything that you've been working on or you're thinking about starting or you see an opportunity to take and you're just not sure if you should do it, this is your sign. Do it. Why not today? Why not now? If you have that gut feeling, listen to it. And that's pretty much all I have for this first episode. So Again, if you guys want to book the Oracle reading with me, I have it as an add-on. You just select your regular like browse service, let's say, and then once you go to the calendar, it will give it to you as an option on top. It will add an extra 30 minutes to your appointment time. So if I don't have enough time in my calendar, it's not going to let you. But I will be making some adjustments in my schedule, hopefully after I record this, so I can have some more time. And of course, um, I just want to thank everyone who's listening. Um, Please tell me, if it's someone I know, please message me and tell me, oh my god, I just heard it, (laughs) and give me some inspiration or some hope. And um, tell me what you think. I'm so curious. I love talking, and it's so much easier when there's not a person in front of you. Um, and of course, I want to close this off by saying thank you to my guys and my ancestors who have truly just shown me so much love and always have. I've just finally been able to see it. And um, I'm always grateful for my family, for everyone. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope that it was easy to follow. I promise I will get better at this I don't know if there's an organization pattern, but it's fun. So that's it. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you back at the next one.